your phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's picking everything up. Okay, we're good. Look at that. Okay, so go ahead. So what, what I wanted to... Okay, so what I wanted to... Um, talk, tell us what you did. Because not everybody knows, maybe. Um, but I want us to um, talk, talk about what you all did... Um, can I can I give like a short history of how we got started? Yes, yes, that's cool. About yeah. specifically that. Okay, that I can talk about. Okay. Um. So when Tasso and I got married, married back in May, one of the things we kind of discussed um, was where we wanted to put part of our money into. Um, and one of the things that we noticed just driving around Chicago, and I drive around a lot for work. Um, is there's, you know, people a lot of times on the highway as you're getting on and off. So we decided that we are, <laughs> are you in? Uh, we decided that um, part of our money each month we wanted to spend on making up, like, non-perishable lunches for homeless people around. Um, and we kind of, like, pass them out intermittently. I think we, you know, we'll kind of come and go. Um, but then, I don't know, we just decided let's go, like, Put more energy into this so about was it two weeks ago it was only two weeks ago i think we posted yeah we posted on facebook or i posted on my facebook about um kind of what we've been doing um one of the main things of this project too is that we always ask people their names so people are human yeah <laughs> um and so two weeks ago i posted on facebook about this just kind of reaching out to anybody and who would listen, see if anybody wanted to donate either um, finances, um, materials, textbooks, scarves, lunch items, um, or be a part of like actually handing the items out. And we got a pretty overwhelming experience at, or um, set of responses at first. Um, I think within two days we had raised like 300 or $400. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so... <coughs> So I decided to put together an event, which was this past Saturday, um, of getting a group of people together to go hand these items out, specifically downtown in state, um, Michigan and State Street. And so Gabby and um, her friend Taylor and my friend Mariah um, had planned to meet yesterday. Um, part of what I also did, um, sorry. so on Friday, I got all the lunch um, no, on Friday, I decided that that was going to be the day to get all the lunch stuff together. So, um, I still had to work. So I took three of my foster care girls, um, to Aldi's and I gave them each a budget, um, $10, except the oldest one got 15 and they had to stick to the budget plus calculate taxes, um, of materials we needed. So like bread, um, cheese, meat, all that good stuff. Um, and mind you, these girls are third, no, fourth, fifth, and seventh grade. And the one in seventh grade is in special ed, so um, she's not quite seventh grade. But all three of them were able to calculate, um, being able to, like, calculate taxes before we even got to the registers. were able to stick to this budget, which was super awesome. They were able to build that skill. Mm -hmm. Um and then I took them to our community center, um, and they came up with, like, a whole system of how they were going to come up with these lunches and stuff. Like, I kind of was just sitting there. <laughs> and so they 
I mean, they made 40 sandwiches and we're so proud of everyone as we're doing it. They're like, oh, this is the best thing we've ever done with you, mm-hmm. Suzanne. I was like, I've taken you guys to the shed. <laughs> I've taken you guys to museums downtown. We've gone to Navy Pier and this is the funnest thing. And they're like, yes, this is so much fun. You know, thank you, thank you. Wow. I was like, what? <laughs> These kids are really great. But, <laughs> but it was really cool to see oh, the, wow. oh yeah, that's right. That's the last thing, which is like, uh-huh. it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at one point, too, they were nice. like, oh, sit, sit down, Suzanne, we got this. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, basically. Um, and so it was really cool because it was a lot of skill building for them. But then mm-hmm. also what touched me the most is how human they were, too, and that the service aspect is so, like, that was the best thing, the highlight of what we've been doing for the past eight months. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, so they made up the lunches for me, mm-hmm. conveniently. And then the next day we went and handed them out. Um, we met downtown, um, Gabby Taylor and Mariah and I. We all met downtown in a little red wagon. And we went around and um, went up and down Michigan Avenue and Wabash and State Street and passed these lunches out. And it was just really cool. I think just some of our experiences, and Gabby, you could probably share too, um, we encountered like a spectrum of people. And one of the things I hear most often people being so apprehensive is like oh, homeless people, even my kids have said this, other kids in the car, when they see the lunches, like, oh, they don't really like, what if they're on drugs or what if they don't actually want your food? Or, you know, I've had, you know, I know somebody who knows somebody who tried to give somebody a homeless person food and they wouldn't accept it and they just want money. And I don't think we didn't have any experiences like that, that at all but not only that we had people who did say no I don't want I don't want the food but they told us because I'm not hungry go feed somebody else wow. we want somebody else to have the food so it was really just eye-opening to seeing the communities within like the homeless population um another person we met his name was Billy Bob um he um he kept calling us angels Mm-hmm. But he like even said a prayer for all of us, and mm-hmm. um, was just like, you know, what you're doing out here is so great. And then he gave us like all these suggestions of here's what here's what like homeless people need and stuff. Um, so yeah, we were able to. Was he a homeless person? Yeah, he was a homeless yeah. person. But he was talking about how he rides the train at night to keep warm. Mm-hmm. Just back and forth and back and forth. He said, you know, maybe doing like bus passes for people mm-hmm. next time or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we took down all their suggestions, um, and I think we're going to do it either this weekend or the next weekend, depending on how crazy life is. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool. It's starting to kind of take off, and I think our main mission, though, is feeding, or, well, the, the root is humanizing homeless, but then it takes the form of, like, food and then warm essentials right now in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... What was your hope? In doing this, what was yeah, did you, when you started? What was your what was your hope? Did you have a? My focus was less on the hope, I think, and then more about like. I mean, what what did you hope to do? What did, what oh, was what your, yeah? What did you hope to? Yeah, the mission. What yeah. was your mission? What was your burden? You hear your burden. Mm-hmm. What was your what was your hope? What did you want to get out of this? What did you want this to accomplish? Out of this? I think it's just obedience. Right. <laughs> Explain it. Um, because that's been 
Like, humanizing homeless has been on my heart since I was a kid. I just ignored it. Or, you know, did, mm-hmm. did like, little things. Um, but I think for me, the hope was that I was just being obedient. I don't know if it was hope necessarily, but it was just more focusing on obedience part. Um, maybe the hope was, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't even think about hope. <laughs> okay, that, I think we may be talking about hope. You may be so thinking about hope differently than what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking you're yeah, right. Yeah, what was yeah, the mission? What? Yeah, what's the outcome? That yeah, you... okay. so that's what... <laughs> or just humanizing homeless okay. people through. Mm. So, so what was some of the key lessons that you learned, Gabby? You might want to share this too. Some of this too, if you want to talk. In. So what what were some <clears throat> what, give us some bullet points some some significant things you took away from the whole process not just from going out homeless people are approachable um okay. I think I was one of the people before who would think like oh they they might be on drugs or I don't know how to approach them I'm also very kind of reserved and don't want to like just go out and just start talking to like people on the street I'm like Mm -hmm. oh they don't want anything to do with me and stuff like that but you would just go up to people and be like hey what's your name are you cold are you hungry and stuff like that and they were just like like so friendly and kind of like your friends like okay yeah I'll feed you or is there anything else I can do for you so I think it was like removing yourself out of the equation and just thinking what can you do for someone in need and then also showing um god's grace through you because a lot of people were like oh you guys are such angels and god bless you and stuff like that and so just those little words um just remind people of like god and like oh what led you to do this and stuff like that and you can easily kind of bring god into those people's mm-hmm. lives through simple things just through acts of kindness mm-hmm. and showing that christianity and people who follow god are not judgmental or harsh, or will judge you for your life circumstances, but we just want to care for you and love you. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. So I came up with the answer to the hope. Now I get it. Okay. (laughs) 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 Took me a little bit to put into words. But I think my hope in the project is people ask, why do you do what you do? Because then people, then that's an opportunity to share, like, I'm serving God through this, or that. That's good. You know? okay. that's, that's, the, point, that's, that's what I was getting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, bullet, bullet points. What bullet did you, point what's the things you learned? Oh, things I learned. Um, when you act out of obedience, you can be serving people you never thought, you, or like never planned, because I'm a planner, you'd be serving. So, um, for example, we had an incident, or not incident, we had a moment yesterday where we were trying to get a wagon up a flight of stairs <laughs> um and two like three guys came over and just helped out and stuff and yes they were serving us but i think they also received some type of joy through that um and so you kind of just never know who you're impacting mm-hmm. um but you know there's a purpose behind it so that's that's one thing i learned or a bold point um what about with the girls? You talked about what you learned. What about what did you learn from your experience with involving these girls who you worked with? Anything did anything come out of that? I guess 
how, well, I think there was a few things I learned from that. One, how impressionable they were. Um, two, how willing and excited they were to serve. You just have to give them an opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and then third, that I'm equipping, <laughs> equipping like, the future generation um, through moments like that. Um, so I, while I might not know the extent of it, I know that that's going to be experience that stays with them and they're going to reflect back on that. So. How how do you see how do you see this embodying the mission of C three? Do you see it? Do you see how this reflects the mission of C three? Yes. How? <laughs> so you said to start community groups mm -hmm. or to start a Bible study. That's what it was. And I was really lost in details <laughs> as I naturally do. And I was like, I went to my, um, what's that called? <clears throat> Prototype mm -hmm. of a Bible study. So sitting down together and pulling out your Bible and reading it. Um, or, and that's how I created a community group. But I've realized that there's other opportunities to create community. And I just have to be obedient to God in the ways that he's put on my heart to create community. Um, and that takes a lot of pressure off me because mm -hmm. I was really trying to plan that. <laughs> community. Yeah. What, what does that mean to you? From, from what your, this new insight that you got, you said mm -hmm. there's other ways to create community. How would you define community? A group of interconnected people with <laughs> who I can walk with. Okay. Walk, walk alongside. Okay. I would say layered. There's a lot because it's like the way that you you were talking about almost the interconnectedness of you with the homeless people, the people who came to help you bring the thing up the the flight of stairs, the fact that there was the your girls from your work that got in on it. Even though they're kind of separate in a way, they all kind of work together for this, this cool end goal. And so it's kind of layered in that respect. Like there's different it's like multifaceted like all these kind of communities but ideally the way god sees it and the way we should be working towards is seeing all these communities kind of coming together under the banner of christ to to make change and so i think that's kind of a, like a microcosm of that okay. if, if i could if i could add how I see it in my, in yeah. my is I, I looked at, I got so excited when I heard you talking about this yesterday that's why I switched everything today because one of the things that we've been talking about maybe going all the way back to my living springs days of, of of this highway this discipleship highway where you have we're all on this journey our journey with with each other and with Christ towards Christ and his kingdom and where you have, why would non-believers want to walk with us? Mm -hmm. Why would non-believers want to come to church? Why would you want to come into a building that you're afraid of to be around people you don't know who might touch you, mm -hmm. who, who might hug you, mm -hmm. to sing songs that you don't know and listen to a message that makes you feel guilty, mm -hmm. you know, sitting on benches and then they're going to ask you for money? Mm -hmm. Why would I want to do that? Mm -hmm. But I don't might not want to do that, but here are these girls who may or may not know Christ 
but yet you walk with them doing life together mm -hmm. to say, let's serve other people. Yeah. And in serving with walking with those girls, now what happens? You give them an opportunity to serve and you ignite something in them. Now you have, you're beginning to develop that next generation of people. I want to serve. But what was your hope? Your hope was that it creates conversation. Mm -hmm. It creates conversation. Say, why do you do that? Now it gives you an opportunity to explain not just what, not just to do it, but to explain why. Mm -hmm. But then now, so now you're creating people who have a hunger for why you do what you do. So you've seen transformation within yourself. Wait a minute, look at this, I'm excited. Because now I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You've transferred that burden that you have to some other people. Now you're mobilizing other people, giving other people an opportunity to join in this transformational work that God is doing. Mm -hmm. But then not only that, not only within those people, but you also have an opportunity to impact the community. Mm -hmm. See, all of that, and just because why? Because you decided to hand out some bologna sandwich. Or whatever. Turkey. Okay. But you see what I'm saying? It's a yeah. simple act. Yeah. It's a, it is not, oh, I am going to create a multinational organization mm -hmm. that is going to feed 500,000 people and I am going to, you know, change the world and do a music video about it. Mm -hmm. No, me and three girls. Are going to make sandwiches, and me and two other people are going to go and hand them out in our little red wagon. Look at the impact that it has. That's the mission of C3. It's learning how to live out obedience. I think I said to you all recently, I saw, I, I posted something that said, discipleship is living to the glory of God every day before people and joining and inviting them to join you on the journey. That's really what this is about. It's not about trying to get people to a building. It's about trying to get people to Christ. That's why I was so excited about this. Because it embodies everything. I didn't tell you to do this. This didn't come because I created a program and it assigned you to it. It grew out of a burden. And a burden grew out of seeing. Um, going about being involved in bed within the community, being involved. As a result of that, you see a need. That need turns into a burden. That burden turns into a plan. Mm -hmm. And then you mobilize other people to join you in fulfilling this burden. And you do it out of a sense of obedience and responsibility and love for people who are broken. Mm -hmm. That's what C3 is about. Embed, engage, and serve. Embed, engage, and serve. There we go. Oh. <laughs> 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 Dead, engage, and serve. That's it. Embed, engage, and serve. And as a result of that, what will happen? You'll have an opportunity to tell somebody, this is why we do it. Yeah. And then you continue to walk with those people and disciple them. That's it. Amen.